Blog Talk Radio. Regalia, Yala'a, Nawa, 
Wam, Shashamoya, Hana, Yala Anuam, Wala Ayashan, Shashawamar, Yasha Allah, Yahawa, Shamarya, Yahawa, Tizalya, Isle, Yum Yum Ya, Hashamash, Yala Ah, Hakaya, Ayawam, Wala Ah, Halabina, Balayala, Yahawa, Yashamarya, Yashamar, Nepasha, Yahawa, Yashamar, Hawalakya, Wabawaaya, Maaitha, Waai, Awalam, Amam. Good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome, welcome once again to another uh, one of our podcasts, one of our episodes of ISBHPK Presents Bible Talk. Uh, my name is Mishap. I'm being joined today by my brother, my friend, uh, a companion for the past uh, 30 years, uh, Gabar Kawas. Shalom, Ak. Shalom, sir. And so Shalom, Shalom, uh, everyone. Yeah, when we, when we hear Peter going, uh, you know, the, oh, ah, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> That's, that's almost like a, a, a calling card for, for me and um, me and Gabar Everybody knows Gabar's knees are gone. <laughs> 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 and, and I'm not too far behind him. Uh, uh, and both our vision is, is going bad as hell, too. So <laughs> <laughs> So... Uh, our, our calling card, our moniker is coming at that, that Peter. The ooh, the ah, the ooh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Rubbing the knees, you know, squinting the eyes, you know, as as he's, uh, <sighs> you know, from the, from the page, you know. <laughs> I'm going to get a, a Schmeagol from, uh, oh, it hurts, it hurts, ooh, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get that sound right also. All right, so again, I'm joined by my, my brother, my friend, companion, uh, brother, uh, Gabar Kawa, everybody's brother, everybody's friend, Gabar Kawa. And uh, again, welcome, welcome to, to today's show. Um, uh, yesterday, the brother Tassipa did have to work, so... Um, 
he did those class yesterday, and I didn't feel I had enough prep time to really come in and and, and sit here for his show, so I, I didn't do anything. Uh, I'll just wait for him to come back on Tuesday. The, the brother's uh, uh, delivery and, and, and eloquence and, and, and dropping the, the classes he's been dropping, I, I didn't want I wanted to do any, any disservice. So uh, please, uh, talk about Tuesday is still in effect. It's most definitely still in effect. Uh, he'll be joining us again this, this, uh, this following Tuesday. So but we're picking up today. We're picking up today here on, on, on Wednesday. And as you know, the, the block start schedule that now we're trying to establish is uh, basically Mondays. Let me see here. Mondays is going to be my, my, myself and another brother, uh, Papa Gabarkawa. Tuesdays is going to be Tazapa and, and his wife, and his sidekick right now, uh, Hasidiah. Uh, Wednesdays will come back with us. Thursdays is going to come back with us again. Fridays is going to be the brother uh, Bonabad, as he does the, the, the Bonabad Bible breakdowns on Friday. Saturday, you know, with um, being the Sabbath, uh, there's so many platforms where ISBHBK has got uh, YouTube channels, whether it's uh, uh, ISBHBK Houston doing the Sabbath class, if it's ISBHBK San Antonio doing the Sabbath class. Um, there's just so many Sabbath classes um, being done on, on, on so-called Saturdays that we don't do a blog talk on Saturdays because the, the, the Sabbath uh, congregating, the Sabbath teaching is, 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 is just, it's, it's too great. It's too great. There's just, and there's too many great teaching, great teachers and great teaching going on covering the Sabbath. He's just doing uh, the, uh, the Torah readings. Or if you have, um, check out ISBHBK San Antonio, uh, what's going on with just the Bible readings. And I believe right now they're, in, they're in, uh, dealing with Solomon uh, in the building of the temple and the building of his house and something he's going through. And I was doing a, a pretty pretty unique thing, that, well, a pretty nice thing, cool thing, that we started years ago, and that he's um, he's matching First Chronicles with First Kings, and also bringing in the apographer, uh, and trying to trying to bring out that history, trying to bring out some uh, that enlightenment. So uh, that's one thing that that right now is kind of unique among the the Sabbath teachers going on, whereas and trying to keep unified with the brothers from Masra Yashallah and other Israelite uh, ministries that if we come together on the Sabbath, whether it might be um, from the umbrella of ISB of ISUBK, um, One West, uh, the, the elders, and we come out from that umbrella being whether it's a uh, um, uh, GOCC, whether it's uh, ISUBK with uh, General Yohanna, whether it's uh, IUIC with um, uh, with, with uh, uh, Bishop Nathan. Whether it's um, the Light of Zion, whether it's the uh, uh, um, uh, Believers of the Way, whether it's it's, it's uh, uh, a, uh, AOI or AOC or, or whoever it might be, uh, even if it might be dealing with Yahweh's or it might be dealing with uh, 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 the Benamis, that the one thing that is, is 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 common among all of us is the Torah. Right? That's one thing that's common among all of us. That when you might have some Israelites who don't believe in the New Testament. That we can, we'll be able to work on that. And the one thing we can't agree upon is the Sabbath day reading, uh, reading of the Torah. So that's that's one reason uh, uh, we keep going over the Torah so that if another visiting family or another visiting brother or another visiting sister or whatever would like to congregate with other Israelites, and say they might be traveling, and you come to this, uh, one, of, one of the cities that we might be in, that the one thing we can still unite on, you know, from Zephaniah chapter 2 and verse 1, where it says, gather yourselves together, you get together, no nation has desired. And the one thing we can unite on is 
the reading of the Torah, uh, which is done every Sabbath. That we can we can do that on the Sabbath. So that's one reason why why we keep that going, so that as as these days get closer closer to the end, uh, our deliverance is 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 rapidly approaching as we look at all the prophecies that are taking place, that we can be gathering ourselves together and going over just the Torah readings, the law, uh, which was established. And we, you know, we have all the scriptures and the classes showing why that's important, that this is one way we can still unify. This is one way we can still be able to come together. Um, and we don't have to split hairs about, about doctrines. We don't have to split hairs about um, uh, what might be taking place in different camps or different cities that need to be stressed more in this camp as opposed to this city or that camp that the one thing we can do in unifying is we know that when it comes to the Sabbath, the Sabbath day readings, that wherever you might, wherever you might be coming from, that when you come together on the Sabbath, we're all reading from the same place. We're all reading from the Torah. So that's, that's one thing that, that, that um, and, and getting together with the brothers from the Masra Yasha'ala, that's one thing we're trying to keep unifying because, again, uh, there's so many different Israelites that, that, that celebrate even the high holidays. Uh, we, we celebrate the high holidays on different days because some camps believe the new moon starts at the full moon. Other, other, other camps believe that the, full, uh, the new moon uh, starts at when, it's, when it's, there's no, you can't see a moon uh, when, it, when it's black. So we have little things like that. There's some, some camps that believe, um, uh, don't believe in, in, in the, the shield of David. Uh, other camps uh, uh, do do they don't see a problem with the shield? They they don't believe it to be the corporal, the the star of Molech or whatever. And there's just so many different things that 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 we can um, that can be used to keep us um, divided. What's something that can keep us united is on the Sabbath we come together and we're, we're reading the Torah. We're just going over the Torah. So that's what we're trying to do and trying to help keep unity and push uh, uh, push unity. And, and these days that we're coming into, days that we're dealing with, uh, where it's it, there's an easy excuse for people for people to divide. There's an easy excuse for people to want to separate. Even Paul even tried to warn us yet in the New Testament. He says that um, uh, that we endeavor to keep the, the, the keep the spirit of uni- unity and the bond of peace, and that um, we do not neglect the gathering together that we find ways to keep coming together. We find ways to keep trying to unite. But we also know that uh, Isaiah chapter 52, it tells us that um, even when, when Christ, the Messiah, the Hamashiach, uh, Yeshua, Yahawashai, um, uh, even when he comes back, that he's going to be the one that's actually going to unite all Israel. That he's the one that, that uh, like, like we're being told that, again, from Isaiah 52, that when, when the Messiah finally comes, the king finally comes, that he's going to unite, that that's when all our teachers, when all teachers are going to see eye to eye. That it's going to be at that time. So up, up until that time, everybody's going to have their different ministries. Everybody's going to have their different administrations and, 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 and teaching of the Israelites in the different um, um, realms that Israelites are waking up as, whether it's from Rastafarianism to, to uh, again, Yahweh, Benamese, uh, or you be following out the one branch of the one west on the twenty fifth streeters, uh, for lack of a better label, that if we're not all gonna see eye to eye until Christ, the Jesus, the anointed, the, the the Messiah, 
the Hamashiach, until he actually gets here. Then he says, we know in part, but at that time, then we're going to see, we're going to see clearly, because he's going to be able to tell us that, that, that one king, the one, the one director, the son of David, is finally going to show us this is how it's, it's going to be. But that's not going to be until he actually gets here. Okay? But in the meantime, knowing that the love of men is going to last cold, uh, but he that endures to the end, the same is going to be saved. That what can we do to keep trying to find ways to unify in the midst of selfishness? Uh, you know, we were warned by Timothy that in the last days, perilous times are going to come, that many of you lovers of their own selves, um, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of the most high, that uh, uh, it's going to be uh, un- uh, uh, unappreciation. It's going to be uh, no self-control. It's going to be um, uh, uh, dishonor to, to uh, uh, children are going to disobey their parents. Um, there's going to be all types of just, just causes for civil, civil, civil strife, uh, wars and rooms of wars, uh, divisions, uh, lovelessness, selfishness, greediness, niggardliness. It's going, to, it's going to be rampant in these days leading up to Christ actually coming, leading up to these days when, when, when Gabriel finally blows his horn and, and we're going to finally see how it's, all knees are going to bow when they see the Messiah, when, when, when he finally makes his appearance. Um, with with the, all the holy angels coming with him, he's coming in the throne of the power of his glory, where he's going to be known as the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Whereas the first time he came, we know he came as what? The Lamb. That, behold, the Lamb of God. That he came as a Lamb, and he had to offer himself as that sacrifice. But we know coming back this time, no, he's going to be the conquering Lion of Judah. He's going to be the Lion of Judah, okay? And that's what we're all patiently waiting for. So uh, getting that, that, that portion uh, kind of said and understood, uh, we invite you to please check us out at isbhpk.com, isbhpk.com, um, to, to stay up with the latest on events and high holidays or whatever. And we do have a high holiday coming up, uh, sundown, September 26th, uh, which is rapidly approaching. Sundown, September 26th, is the Memorial of the Blowing of Trumpets. That's a high holiday, a very, very one of the one of the, the the majors, if you will, okay, uh, the memorial of the blowing of trumpets uh, that we want that all Israel is, is is we're supposed to be coming together, we're supposed to gather together, and that's when we in getting with the brothers from the Masorah Yashallah, uh, the House of David, um, the Believers of the Way, the AOIC, um, you know, the Ladder of Zion, that we're, we're, we come together and recognize these days as the high holidays, uh, whichever different camp you might be in, different city or whatever. That you can, we all, we can also kind of unite in that, okay? Um, yeah, so please check out isbhbk.com. Uh, and remember, you can reach us at area code 646-668-2568, area code uh, 646-668-2568. Uh, if you want to uh, reach out and call in, uh, listen to us live, or you can check us out on Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio Podcasts, um, Apple iTunes Podcasts, um, a podcast addict, or if you want to go to your, your laptop or your, your web browser, uh, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. Um, when you pull that link up and, and, and pull that website up, uh, type in my name, Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. It'll bring it to our, our, our blog talk uh, uh, page, and you'll see uh, on air live right now, if you have if you're to us right now live. Uh, click the button, and you're good to go. Um, and, and you'll see us. If you might be catching on a, a later episode, 
that's not on Google Podcasts, you want to go through the blogtalkradio.com. They go through the same process, but it's, uh, instead go to episodes. And in chronological order, starting from the newest to the, to, to the oldest, uh, will be our latest show that, that we just did. Um, and through the www.blogtalkradio.com, uh, we have over 1,000 shows. Uh, last count, I believe we're at let – me, let me change real quick. Let me change real quick. Last count, we are at – this episode here actually marks our our 1,057th show. All right, this is our 1,057th show um, that we've been doing since uh, March 2010. All right, since March 2010. So you can check us out there. If you go through the, the, the podcast uh, formats, uh, uh, each of those formats, whether it's the iHeartRadio uh, uh, podcast, if it's the um, iTunes podcast, if it's the Blog Talk podcast, or po- Podcast Addict, um, they only keep the latest 300 episodes. And it starts from the newest going back. So you only keep the, the latest 300 episodes. Uh, they have those there. But if you want to go even further back and, and really delve into history and, and, and come forward and hear classes from Kawa Cobb, uh, the brother Karash, um, the brothers, uh, obviously, Bonabad, uh, Warner Irish, Shamshuan, um, uh, going back for the past uh, 12 years, Please uh, check out www.blogsalkradio.com. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be good to go. All right. So, Brother Gabar Kowal, what's going on with you, sir? What's happening? Talk, talk to us, sir. Talk to us. Oh, um, well, uh, what's going on with me is, um, um, of course, back uh, with you again, um, helping with, the, with the, getting this information out. Um, with the block talk, and um, also um, I'm also uh, working with uh, with Bonabad also um, in his uh, um, Bible talk uh, Bible breakdowns on on Friday. Um, as you heard before, you know my knees they're still gone. I'm I'm walking on 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 nubs. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I still need the surgeries, you know, but uh you know, the the most high and, and Christ make it possible for me to keep to keep keep going. Um uh I'm here at the uh at the Rolling Oaks Mall also, um where we do the uh the 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 essential oils also. Um in the right in the corner. Uh, right next to the J.C. Penney and across uh, directly, catty corner, catty corner across from uh, H&M. Um, let's see what else. Um, just uh, endeavoring and taking it day by day, you know, getting it, getting it in, uh, doing, doing, uh, you know, um, my job. And uh, trying to please the Heavenly Father on every opportunity um, that I get, in which I would like to stress that out to all the all the brothers, all the teachers, in all four quarters of the earth. Um, 
to take to seize the scripture says to seize the opportunity um, to uh, please the heavenly Father uh, on a, on a daily basis. You know, basically. That's, that's real talk. That's real talk right there. And but I, I do want I want to thank you for for for, for uh, I want to take the most high first and foremost. Um, let me let me include that. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? I want to thank the most high and crash for, for for us, me and you, being able to hook back up and link back up uh, uh, on the blog talks and on the teaching. Yeah, we we always had a great a great rapport uh, when we, when we come together. Um, you know, we we always get into to when when I teach with you. Uh, there's going to be a lot of music references <laughs> that 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 that, uh, that we're going to uh, uh, especially old school music references uh, that that we're going to get into. Uh, and just help and help bring some life to it. And I want to thank the Most High in Christ also for for us being connected together uh, uh, in the teaching. Um, and that uh, the scripture says two are better than one. Uh, and uh, I also said that Christ said He sent the disciples out two by two. So to be able uh, to have a brother. Uh, Help out, you know, uh, as we build and we and we go this and push together. I'm, I'm grateful for that. As I go back and I do listen to some of the podcasts that I've done uh, recently, whatever. Uh, they they're, they're very uh, heavy. I guess is, is the word I want to use. They're, they're very heavy. Um, that the topics that we're dealing with. Uh, it, it's it's. Uh, you know what? Um, let me let me say let me say it like this, and I can do it better with a scripture. Um, you know what the scripture says: uh, He that increases wisdom increases not increases sorrow. Come. Right, uh, Ecclesiastes uh, in the Bible. Ecclesiastes in the Bible, uh, chapter one, verse eighteen. Ecclesiastes, chapter one. Okay, so Ecclesiastes, chapter one, and verse eighteen. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 18, and it reads, For in much wisdom is much grief, and he that increases knowledge increases sorrow. So, and, and, and looking at this scripture right here, um, when, it says, when, when, you can, when, when we consider that from Proverbs chapter uh, 4 verse 7, which is, you know, favorite scripture that, that we always like to pull, that um, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. But in all that getting, get understanding. That if we look at the, and, and trying to just look at that, it says that we're supposed to get wisdom. All right. 
But now, as we put these, these, these precepts together, it's telling us that as we get more of the most high's wisdom, that's worldly wisdom, as we do get more of the most high's wisdom, it says, for in much wisdom is much grief. That as, as we do increase in the wisdom of the most high, it's going to increase, our, our grief is going to increase, all right? Um, that as, 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 as we really start to, to see how much of the most high's wisdom we have not been using, as we really start to understand and, and, and reflect on how much, how opposite, how contrary we really have been going against God, um, uh, not, not even maliciously, uh, but how we really don't know God. We have not known his mind. We have not been doing things his way. We have not learned things his way. And as we increase in our knowledge of this Bible and and uh, how the most and really getting the most high's mind, uh, that is totally opposite from in, any religion that we might have grew up with, or any traditions that we might have grew up with, any customs that we might have grown up with, and and as we get the origins of a lot of these customs and these traditions, and and what has become family ways and family matters, um, um, again through religion, politics, or whatever it might be, seeing how how opposite how. 180 degrees opposite, all these things are of God, of, of, of the true Christ, that grief does get increased to, to see just how, 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 how dirty, how filthy we've been living our lives. And then I'll, I'll be honest, the grief also increases when, when to understand just how much love the Father does have for us and that He's not throwing us away, and that he keeps giving us more chances. And like, like John chapter 3, verse 16 does, does state, um, for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But to understand that when it says God gave his only begotten son, to understand the, the sacrifice, the beating that, that Christ had to endure, that from a, a father's perspective, I'm going to take a child that's been obedient. I'm going to take a child that, that, that has obeyed. I'm going to take a child that is, that is innocent, and he's going to take all the licks and all the anger and all the frustration on himself so I might give the rest of the children a chance that now they, they might have another chance. To understand, for a father to do that to a son, I'm, 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 I'm going to beat my son for people who, who don't care, don't consider, don't, don't, uh, don't study. Uh, and if they do, they, they, they go totally opposite of me anyway. I'm going, to, I'm going to take my innocent, obedient son and chastise him to give y'all another chance. I need somewhere to take my – I need – Something to take my anger out on. Something to take my anger out on him, and he is innocent. To come back and understand the depths of how 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 much how that how how much love the father had for to do that. That it, it, it's, it's incredible. It 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 is it, 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 it's, it's overwhelming to really realize that this is what Christ did for me, this is what God did for me as an Israelite, 
as a descendant of the 12 tribes of Israel, that it, it, it does cause grief. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to sit here and, 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 and front um, that it, 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 uh, it hurts the mind. It, it, it can hurt the mind. It, 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 it causes a lot of sleepless nights. It causes a lot of, um, if, if, if a person's not careful, it can cause a lot of depression. Uh, you go back and read read about the um, the prophets and read about the apostles. Many of them would would want to, uh, if we was put a clinical term to it, would suffer would suffer from depression. Um, and 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 looking at how we as Israelites were treating the father, and in the duty of the prophets to 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 try and stay and remain obedient. They try and stay and remain uh, uh, loyal. They try and stay and remain uh, unaffected by, by 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 the attitudes and the, and the 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 prosperity of, of 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 people that were not about the father. That that they they didn't walk around with with, with just harps. And 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 whistling, um, oh happy day. They they there, there was there was uh, it, it really affected the mind. So when Solomon is telling us here in Ecclesiastes chapter one verse eighteen, I'm asking brother to read that uh, one more time. Uh, please do. Right. <clears throat> We're in uh, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes in the Bible uh, chapter one and verse eighteen, and it reads. For in much wisdom is much grief, and he that increases knowledge increases sorrow. So we understand, again, putting some of these precepts together, from Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, uh, we're, we're told, we're instructed uh, that wisdom is the principal thing, so therefore get wisdom. So, we, 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 you know, it is about getting more and more of, of the Most High's wisdom, about getting more and more of God's wisdom. But... The, the, the payback is that there's going to be some grief. And then for Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, where it tells us, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. To come back now and understand Ecclesiastes 1 18, it says, and he that increases knowledge increases sorrow, that as we really get to know the Most High, as we really get to know God, the God of the Bible, the God of, and, and, and well, let, let, let me go there. To really get to know the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. To get to know him, know being the, the, the root of the word knowledge. To, to get to know and get a better grasp of how he looks at things, his perspective, his ways, and his judgments. There is an increasing of sorrow when we look and, and we see that, I mean, that, let me, let, me, let me not take it so far off the deep end. There is an increasing in sorrow, and that's, that's necessary uh, for, for this reason here. Give me real quick. One second, y'all. One second, one second, one second, one second. Um, Uh, when we go to Second Corinthians chapter seven verse ten, uh, Second Corinthians. 
is your sorrow. And, again, I know this is totally opposite of what, what we've learned from church, whatever church you might have attended, from religion, from from uh, from even a moniker of, of, you know, seize the day, live your best life, um, uh, YOLO, you only live once, that uh, uh, God wants you to experience the best that life has to offer. Uh, contrary to, to, to those things that we've grown up with, that we, that we apply in our lives, how, how, yeah, God wants you to live your best life, but the best life he provides. Right. Not just whatever comes to your mind. So if we can read 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, and verse 10. And it reads, for godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. So it tells you that, as we just read in Ecclesiastes 1.18, that he that increases knowledge increases sorrow. But what kind of sorrow is supposed to be increasing is that godly sorrow. Because a godly sorrow is going to work what? Repentance. To our salvation, that we realize that the, the the acts, the deeds, the customs, the traditions, the way we've been living, has been totally against God. So there's supposed to be that sorrow when we realize how far away from God, the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that we've gone. That it it brings that repentance, and that that, that repentance gets to a point where. We, we despise ourselves. We despise this world. We despise the things we've learned in this world to where there's no temptation that will have us ever go back to those things. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no amount of, of pressure. There's no amount of, 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 of uh, seeking for, for, for release, for escape, for, for what have you that I will ever go back to that way of thinking, that I will ever go back to, to that that's acceptable, that I will ever go back to, to that's an okay, okay way of, of living my life. That's when a person really, when that godly sorrow really comes in, that it's going to, it works repentance to salvation. And unfortunately, a lot, a lot of people, because of how much religion we have, how much church we have, how much of this world, from the, the yellow, living like a rock star, um, uh, the most expensive of this, the uh, um, uh, the immediate spend it, spend it because you can't take it with you, you know. But don't don't just save it. Just do whatever you can. Take whatever opportunity to live out your desires, uh, you know, because you can't take it with you, you know, because you only live once. That's the, yeah. the frame of mind. And, you know. and and to the boasting, to be able right. to boast, especially in, in this world today, the boasting of if I've got all these things and I've got all my heart's desire, that must be because God is with me, and, and he must not be with you. So there must be something wrong with you that you're not serving God the right way because that's why you don't have this and don't have that, and that's why I do have this and I do have that because – 
God is with me, he's not with you. But as we come back into these scriptures, we see that, no, that's, 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 that statement, that thinking is totally opposite of what the Bible says. It's totally opposite of what the Bible says. That, uh, but again, we, 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 we're flooded with all these images, whether it's on, if it's on social media. Everybody on social media is happy. Everybody on social media is living their best life. And nobody uh, on Instagram, you're not posting sad shit on Instagram. You're, you're posting your best life. If it's TikTok, if it's Snapchat, if it's uh, Facebook, um, uh, everything is just peaches and cream. Everything is just good. And that, that must pr- prove that you have a better life than I have and, and, and how, how, how I'm happy. And, and uh, you, you look like you have no regrets. And you look like, 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 like uh, everything's turning out for you. And then I look at my life, and, and now I've got to compete with you, so I've got to put up a, a better post of me being happier, me being drunker, me being uh, more high, me being, uh, being on more vacations, me, me, me being at, uh, uh, on vacation rentals in, in bigger houses, and I've got a bigger car, nicer car. Uh, I've got... Uh, I got more happiness than you do, and now we get to this this, this competition of competing, trying to show I'm more, that I'm I'm really happy. When the truth of the matter, we're not happy. The truth of the matter is we're not happy. But we have all these these images and all these things around us, trying to show this what happiness is, and you don't have it. And now you got to fight to achieve it because that that means God's with you, if you have this and you're happy. There's nothing to repent of then. There's nothing to repent of. Right. Even even to the point where the frame of mind with these Snapchats and these uh, um, uh, Instagram, TikTok, it's, it's like we're in the frame of mind of getting the approval of the world. Well, you, you know, with all of these likes, well, if I'm getting all these likes, that means that I'm getting the approval of the world when we should be seeking to get the approval of the Heavenly Father. True. But then because of a lack of study. Now, now let's get Matthew chapter 22, verse 29. Talk. So as, as we study more and we increase in God's wisdom and we increase in God's sorrow, um, as we increase in God's wisdom and knowledge, and we are increasing grief and sorrow. That's supposed to lead us to repentance in order to be saved. It's supposed to lead to a, a, a changing of the mind, a, a, a changing of the heart, a changing of, of perspective, a changing of, of, of what, what is good in the eyes of God and what is not good in the eyes of God. That as, we, as we look at these things, but we're being the, the competition, I'm going to use that word again, of what the world presents as opposed to what the Bible is actually saying, that now there's a war. And, as, you know, we talk about spiritual warfare, um, a war for your souls. Uh, this is why, you know, even in, in, in that saying there, why, why did Christ have to ask, ask us, what will a man give in exchange for his soul? What is the profit if a man gain the whole world, but he lose his soul? These are things that we never really consider. 
that with all with everything around us from from, from billboards, media, TV, movies, um, uh, music, everywhere around us is about prosperity. And if you prosper, that means you're supposed to be happy. And the more you prosper, the happier you're supposed to be. As as we see more and more more of our people becoming millionaires and even billionaires, as we see more and more of our people uh, uh, getting their credit together, as they get their credit together, the more things they have access to. Brothers, sisters, again, all, all this warfare for our souls, we forget in this part right here. Can we read Matthew chapter 20, verse 29? Come on. Uh, Matthew chapter uh, 22 and verse 29, and it reads, Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. That many of us make our mistakes because we don't know the scriptures. And we don't know or understand the power of God. We look at, we think that if somebody's prospering in this world, it's only because God is with them. And whatever it is that they're doing, that they must be something, doing something right. They must be applying the right wisdom. Because look at how they're prospering. Look, look at how, look at the, the, the material possessions that, that they have. So they must be something, they must be doing something right. But because we're faced with that, this is why it says we, we do err, not knowing the scriptures or the power of God. Where is God's power really shown? If we don't understand the scriptures, we're not going to really understand God's power. And we're going to forget that there is a power from Satan, that, that this current world was given to the devil. It was given to Satan. And for those who worship and serve Satan, and remember, as I was going over in class uh, two, 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 two classes ago, the very first, the very key element of Satanism is pleasing yourself, putting yourself first, which is 180 degrees opposite of Christ doing what? Esteeming others better than yourself. Which is 180 degrees opposite of what? Seeking not your own wealth, but the wealth of others. So the direct opposite of what Christ was about is that Christ became poor that others might become rich. These are the things and how Christ lived. Christ lived, you know, it wasn't about Christ building up the, his comfort for the work's sake, for, for, for the most high's sake, for God's sake. But Satanism being the exact opposite, the flip side of, of everything that's about Christ, is what? Do for self. Live for you. Even to the point, well, how can you help anybody else if you ain't got nothing? You got to build yourself up first. You got to be about you first. Build for you first. Then you can help others. If we go back and look through the Bible, and I'm not just going to put that class together. If we go back and look through the Bible, what did the serpent offer Eve in the garden? That wisdom that was pleasing to the eye. That wisdom that was that 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 it was a, a, a fruit or a tree to, to be desired to make one wise. It was pleasing to the eyes. Be about you. God said, don't touch, eat, handle the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But what does Satan present? If you handle it, look at how wise you're going to be. Look at look at how much better life is going to be. Look at what you're going to be able to attain, what you're going to be able to do in pleasing yourself. That's from Genesis, the fourth chapter, y'all. 
third chapter, third chapter. And we can go throughout the scriptures and then even get to where, where Christ was tempted at the, uh, uh, his temptation. And what was his, his temptation about? Please yourself. Why suffer? You're hungry. Use your power to turn this rock into bread. Go ahead and eat. Feed yourself. Be about you. Then when Christ used the scripture, he came back and tried to use the scripture on Christ to still, to still justify, be about you. Hey, cool. Well, jump off this roof then. Be a daredevil, basically. Right. Justify. Evil Knievel. <laughs> be, be the evil Knievel. Go for that. Get that adrenaline rush. Because you know, for how it's going to make you feel. That that feeling, chase that feeling. And Christ says, I should not tempt the Lord like God. Then the third temptation. All, all, the, all the, the, the kingdoms and the, the glory of all the kingdoms. If you want to be famous, you want to be rich, you want to, you want to prosper in this, in this world, this world is given to me and whomsoever I will, I can give it to if you'll worship me. Which means what? Worship yourself. Put yourself first. Be about your feelings. Be about what, be about you. You do you, boo. That is, that, that's the, 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 the basis of Satanism, which is a direct opposition of true, proper Christianity, of true, proper being a student, a disciple, a follower of the Messiah of Hamashiach, of Yeshua, Yahashua, uh, uh, whichever word we need to use right now, of that guy, of his principles, of that only begotten of God. Don't be about you first and your comfort. Be about others. So uh, what, what scripture are we in again, Aunt? We are in uh, Matthew chapter 22 and verse 29. Can we read it one more time, please? Yes, sir. Um, Matthew chapter 22 and verse 29, and it reads, Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. Now, if we can let that go and get real quick, Isaiah 9, 16. Isaiah 9 and verse 16. Isaiah 9 and verse 16 And it reads For the leaders of this people Caused them to err And now, and now if, we, if we put this together It says we do, we do err Not knowing the scriptures We just read that right Matthew chapter 22 verse 29 and, and then We follow leaders That cause us to what to err. But why are the leaders causing us to err? Not because they don't know the scriptures. Because the leaders that we're following, they really don't know the scriptures. They really don't know the scriptures. So we're fo- we're following them, thinking that they have the, the. Remember, Christ telling us, warned us in Matthew chapter twenty-four. I'm not going. We're not going to go there right now. Remember, he warned us in Matthew 24 that there's going to be many false, there's going to be many false Christs, there's going to be many false leaders, 
So we're following these leaders and these false Christs because they got the key to prosperity. They got the key to happiness. They had the, they had the key to, to – to, uh, uh, I'm going I'm to leave it there. Keep trying to keep it simple. They had the key to, 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 to happiness and prosperity. But these are leaders who really don't know the scriptures. And uh, everybody's even following these leaders based on the prosperity we see these leaders having. And because it seems like they're prospering, whether it's the number of likes they might have on the YouTube show, the number of, the number of followers they might have, it might, it might be the, the, the number of their congregations, just like in church. That I'll go to this church because look at how many people, look how many hundreds, if not even thousands of people go to this one church. He, the, the teacher, that, he must know what he's talking about. How else can they have all these people in his church? Look at the size of the church. This church right. is the size of a city block. It, he's got to be doing something good. Look at this mega church that he has. He, that, he, that must be it. That's got to be it. But they really don't understand the scriptures. One challenge I'm, 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 I've thrown out there on a couple of, of threads that, that I'm on, and I'm, I'm throwing here now here on on a, on a, on a, on, a, uh, on a podcast. For as much as we know that in Matthew chapter 18, Christ said, "Well, you know what? Let me." Let, let, let's go there. Let's, let's let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. And I know I'm jumping y'all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get to a segue. I, I I promise you I am. From Matthew chapter, I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter nine verse sixteen. It says, "For the leaders of this people cause them to err, and they that are led of them are destroyed. And for those of us that follow leaders who don't really understand the scriptures, we we keep erring." We keep doing wrong. We keep looking at the wrong thing. But now let's go to Matthew chapter 24, and this is the challenge. I'm, 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 I'm. Oh, you know, the word challenge is wrong. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. Um, so we're going to be in Matthew? Yeah, we're going to Matthew. Um Let me do it like this. Uh, and, you know, and in and, and listening to, you know, the the understanding and the edification on, on um Isaiah nine and twenty one, um basically the the delusion that we're following um our leaders on is that uh gain because you you were mentioning well He's gaining all of these followers. Um, he's his. Look how big this church is. Look at his material uh, wealth. Look what his what his value is. And so um, they're leading us into believing that godliness uh, depends on how much you gain, or you know, godliness is is gain of what you. Gain. No, please keep reading it out. You're right. Please, please keep reading it out. I just, yeah, I just, I just wanted to, you know, just, just add on to that while, while you, um, you know, found the scripture that, um, that, that we need on that. Um, 
But I mean that that is even in um uh Kanye West's uh bars that he had on the song Click. He talks about how he lost his mother and that he wasn't talking to the Heavenly Father anymore because he was angry that um the Heavenly Father had had, had taken his mother. And then he breaks down real quick, well, I got all of this, um, all of these material things. I, I'm, a, I'm a millionaire, billionaire. Um, it looks like he's talking to me now. If you, if you check out that, you know, he, he pushes that godliness is gain. So now the Heavenly Father is now talking to, obviously talking to Kanye West because of all the the material gain, all the all the money that he's obtained with his his fashion, um, his Yeezy shoes, um, his popularity. He's on Ellen. He's on. He's 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 even giving sermons now. You yeah, know, I've seen that. I've seen that. He, he's a, he's a genius now. You know, because of. Uh, uh, his 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 gain, and he believes that all of this gain that he's receiving is because he knows the heavenly Father, but he he doesn't he doesn't know the heavenly Father, and 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 let alone the scriptures he 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 couldn't otherwise he wouldn't be pro he wouldn't be proclaiming that. The Heavenly Father is now speaking to him because of all the gain that he has gained over the years. And, and that's the thought of a lot of people. Right. That is, that's the thinking of a lot of people. Let me see here. Um, I'm just checking the gospel real quick about which one I actually want to get and read. Um, Was it in um, uh, Matthew uh, uh, chapter five? Is that is that where you're? Not not yet, not yet. It's actually uh, Mark. Let's go to Mark chapter 10. And let me see here. Um, Let's start with 25. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, let's start at 21. Let's go to Mark chapter 10, verse 21. Con. And Mark. I should put a disclaimer. This is going to upset a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of, ah. 
to endure all the things he had to endure for the Most High. He had to go back and bathe himself in those scriptures. He had to go back and immerse himself back in the scriptures to get back to understanding what was really going on. But let's go to Mark chapter 10. We're going to start at verse 21. I'm going to let you read. All right, Mark chapter 10, verse 21. Yes, sir. Mark chapter 10 and verse 21, and it reads, Then Jesus, beholding, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and take up the cross and follow me. I mean, again, so if we're looking at the mindset of Christ and how Christ lived his life, Christ is what? Sell whatever you have, give to the poor, come and follow me. That was the life of Christ. Whereas Satan was about what? Serve yourself. Make sure you're doing for you first. If we don't have these scriptures, a person might feel like I'm wrong for putting others first. Maybe I should finally go ahead and do for me. That now it's my time. Now it's my turn. That, it, that I, it's my, I, I, I need to come up now. I've, I've, I've gone through enough, and it's time for my come up. Now, this was, this was Christ talking to a young man, a young rich man, telling him these things. Now, let's keep reading. Go ahead. On uh, Matthew chapter 10 and I'm sorry, Mark chapter 10 and verse 22. And it reads, and he was sad at that saying and went away grieved for he had great possessions. Right, 23. So how does this man feel? He was, he was sad. <laughs> he was, he was upset. He was like, you tell me, but you are not, yeah, I'm not a woman. Wife. Oh, the, the deception, the betrayal, man. You deceived me. Calm down. I'm an FBI agent. I was uncovering a... Negro, please. <laughs> Didn't somebody tell you this was an all-white party? Huh? Someone get this jigaboo away from me. This 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 young this young this young man this young ruler who was rich said he was grieved in his heart not for the the wisdom of the Most High he was gaining not for the knowledge of the Most High he was gaining but now he said he had great possessions that he had to part get rid of the thing that I that he had he he identified himself as that his material possessions is how he identified himself this is who I am because of what I own because of what I possess. And now you're, going, you're asking me to give that up? You're telling me that if I'm going to be perfect now, give it up. When obviously he's got to set in his mind that he is perfect because of his possessions. Now for Yahweh Shai, Christ himself to tell him, now get rid of everything. Get to the poor and come and follow me. He was grieved. That upset him. And brother, I'm only bringing this out there. If we're not careful, 
with the traps that this world has set for us, we'll be grieved not in a godly way. We'll be grieved not because that we've increased in the wisdom of God. We'll be grieved not because we're increasing in the knowledge of God. We'll be grieved because of what it seems like we're losing. We'll be grieved because of what it seems like we don't have. And when we're not careful, we can fall into the same trap. We can fall into the same exact snare. As we stop turning to the scriptures and we keep chasing these dreams, we keep chasing these things. So here we got this young man, greed, because he had great possessions. I'm not trying to lose anything. I'm not going to lose. This is what identifies me. I work too hard to get these things. I, I, me and my family have worked too hard. This is our legacy. This, this is ours. This belongs to us. And you ask me, I got to get rid of it now? So that, not, that now I might be perfect? But in my mind and the way I, I built myself up, I'm already perfect. But I'm basing it on my possessions. I'm basing it on what I have. Let's keep reading. Uh, Mark chapter 10, verse 23. Con, Mark, Mark chapter 10 and verse 23, and it reads, And Jesus looked round about and saith unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And it's, <laughs> it's exclamation, exclamation, so it wasn't quiet. It was, How hard shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of of the most high. Now, if we compare this statement from Christ in the Bible to the lifestyles that's being pushed upon us through social media, through media, through TV, through through what have you, can can we see how, how there's 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 a there, there's a they're in opposition Can we see how how how, how there, there 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 there's there's a uh, uh, so something is missing? Can we see if there's something lacking? How hard is it for those that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? You, you, damn. Let me. Let me <laughs> What do you, you know? What you, got? what you got? What you got? Well, even you know when, when we go back up to twenty one where we started, you know where it says, "Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him, and said unto him." Just in that, because he loved him, he gave him this, and he told him one thing that thou lackest. <laughs> you know. And then he gave him this. He 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 gave him the key <laughs> to getting to the kingdom. <laughs> out, out of love, kind. Out, out of, of love. <laughs> and just the and he was sad. <laughs> he just received <laughs> the key. To the kingdom of the Most High. 
time. <laughs> you know, now, it, I'm going to read that same verse, but I'm going to read that same verse in, in several other Bibles. I, I, got, I, got, I got these other Bibles with me from, uh, right here. I'm going to read the same verse, which is uh, Mark chapter 10 and verse, what is it, 23? I'm going to read this same verse in a couple other Bibles to try and help us get, 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 get some, uh, just bring some more, more, more light to it if, 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 we, if we can. From right. the Geneva Bible. Right, this is from the Geneva Bible. And it says, and Jesus looked around about and said uh, unto his disciples, how hardly do they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God. So from the Geneva Bible, it says, how hardly do they that have riches, not just trust in riches, that have riches enter to the kingdom of God. From the, um, uh, uh, I keep forgetting the name of this. I won't say it right. From the, from, from the Apostolic Bible Polygon, right? Another, another Bible, um, another, another Bible, I'm going to read the same thing. Mark chapter 10, verse 23, and it says, And look around about, Jesus says to his disciples, how with difficulty the ones uh, the ones having things enter into the kingdom of God. So when it's, when you're, it's about what you have and possess, and you're afraid to lose. Right. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be very difficult to enter into the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> it's a sacrifice. It's like. That's that's the key, you know. And in, in, in going back to what what you were, what you brought out in the uh, the scripture, well, you didn't go to it, but what will a man give? Will a man give for his for his soul? <laughs> you know, <clears throat> that's the difficulty. The difficulty is the sacrifice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Whereas this world says it's about more, the more and more you gain, the more God is with you, as opposed to what are you willing to sacrifice for God? If Christ had to give his life for the Father, how is it Christ had to give his life for the Father, but now it's about everything we can gain and possess? Right. I'm going to read the same verse now, Mark chapter 10, verse 23, from the Bible in basic English. This is the Bible in basic English. It says, and Jesus, looking round about, and said to his disciples, how hard it is for those who have wealth to come into the kingdom of God. Are, are y'all seeing this? <laughs> are, you hear, are we hearing this? This is the Beeren Study Bible. From the Beeren Study Bible, it says, then Jesus looked round about, excuse me, then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. This is the, 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 the Bullinger's Companion Bible. This is, I'm reading now from the Bullinger's Companion Bible, and it says, And Jesus looked round about and said to his disciples, How, how difficulty shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? So as we look at some of the other translations, they try and get this, this, this uh, a, a, a greater picture, a, great, a greater perception of, uh, and, and, and a, a better understanding of, 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 of 
what the message is trying to be conveyed to us is, as we are in the search for prosperity, riches, or just to possess things, and the fear and the anxiety of losing things. Remember, when we, when we went over the parable of the sower, one of the reasons why the word of God gets choked out is because of the anxieties, as we read some of our Bible translations, some of the anxieties that we face that I might lose, the anxieties of not being able to be, uh, not having the comforts of this life, that from that fear that the word of God gets choked out when we was going over the parable of the sower. So, again, we're looking at this right here. And we'll get into the challenge. I'm, 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 again, not even challenge, but uh, the reason why, why, why we're even reading the scripture right here is from reading all this right here, Christ said these things because he loved this, this, this young man, not because he hated him, but because he loved him. But look at how much of the American mindset, the, the, the capitalist, that's a better word, the capitalist mindset this man had even during this time of Christ. That is about capitalizing for self. You got you to take optimum advantage and opportunity to do for self. And that's about God. And that God is happy with that type of thinking. When obviously, brothers and sisters, if we're reading these scriptures, no, that is not what it was about. Even if we, brothers and sisters, I know y'all remember this, and we're not, we're not going to go there, but I know y'all remember when God first appeared to Solomon, before Solomon built the temple, when, when the father appeared to Solomon when he was a young man, and, and he asked Solomon, what, what can I do for you? And Solomon said, give me the wisdom and understanding how to judge your people, how to deal with your people the right way. Do you remember how, what the father said to him? He said, you didn't ask for long life for yourself. You didn't ask for, 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 for riches for yourself. You didn't ask for, for uh, it was riches, a long life, and you didn't ask for your enemies to be put to death for yourself. But you asked, how can I deal with your people the right way? And because you asked that question, and you didn't, it wasn't about you, I'm going to give you the wisdom on how to deal with Israel the right way, and I'm going to give you those things that you didn't ask for. I'm going to give you the riches. I'm going to give you your enemies. They're, they're going to serve you. I'm going to give you a long life. Because you didn't put you first. It wasn't about you. But a lot of these concepts, they're not read in churches. They're not read in congregations. These concepts ain't pushed. It's about chasing that prosperity. It's about chasing those things that make you happy. And, again, we make fun of it all the time, but it's like God knows what I like. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Right. God is good. All, all the time. time. <laughs> and all the time, God is good. <laughs> 
So let's get back to this uh, Mark chapter 10 and verse now. We're in verse 24, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Mark chapter 10 and verse 24, and it reads, And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answereth again and saith unto them, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of the Most High? Reading on. 25. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of the Most High. Go ahead. And they were astonished out of measure, saying amongst themselves, who then can be saved? It said they were astonished out of measure. Like, this this had them, like, like, like. Who 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 is worthy? I mean, you know, not not even, not even who's worthy as much as that. Then, then what the salvation? Right, right. I thought this was about riches and money. You sitting there telling us now that the rich and the wealthy are not going to enter the kingdom of God, but I thought that's what this was about about getting wealth. I thought this was, it's, it's, this is what it's, if you look at it, this is what it's saying. What, they were astonished out of measure. Well, then who can be saved? So what is salvation then? <laughs> this right. has been about my come up. And now you're saying it's not? <laughs> Let's keep reading. Time. Um. Chapter 20, uh, verse 26, uh, Mark chapter 10 and verse 26. And it says, And they were astonished out of measure, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? 27. And Jesus looking upon them says, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Salvation is possible. What men look at as salvation, that's going to be impossible. But the Father said of salvation, that's going to be possible. Not not uh, by the power of my own hands and by my own will, I can have anything. Yeah, if I put in the hard work, I can achieve and have anything I want. I'll save myself. Well, cool. That can be done, but that's not going to get you the kingdom of the Most High. Again, something that's totally opposite of somebody who's caught up into a capitalist, opportunistic mindset. It's the exact opposite. Or even, even um, um, these these preachers, uh, Joel Osteen. I mean, most of these people's uh, concept on salvation is riches. Is is yeah. the, the prosperity? This is what why so many people attend their their uh, their sermons is because they're trying to find out what they need to do to become rich in this world. That's that's the focus. That is the focus. And then you have a lot of Israelite. There's a lot of Israelite congregations that see 
the they see a lot of things. I'm gonna say it like that. They see a lot of things in prosperity, and the only reason they're following that particular camp or, or group is because they see the prosperity. And that's the only reason they're there, because they want to share in that prosperity. They want to share and be able to, in, in whatever ways they might be prospering now in this world, that the fact that they now come from Israelites and they got this prosperity, that means God is with them. But let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Go ahead. Con, um, Mark chapter 10 and verse 28, it says, Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels. But he shall receive in hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands and pers- with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life. But many that are first shall be last and the last first. My question that I'm asking for any any type of of of, of, of proof, for, uh, be it scripture proof or be it historical reference proof. Here in verse uh, thirty, it says, "But he shall receive an hundredfold now at this time." I would just like to be able to see, and I'm not saying the Bible's wrong. I'm not saying that, but I'm. I would like to be able to see where, where did the disciples, the, the men he was talking to at this particular time, when did they receive a hundredfold more houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and land? That's, the, that's all I'd like to see. That was for their own personal expense, their own personal uh, usage. Now, I know about Acts chapter 4, how everybody came together, and those who did have lands and those who did have possessions, they sold them onto the apostles' feet so that everything was distributed among everybody. I'm very familiar with that. That, yeah, and that was Peter. That... Okay, he, he received those lands and received that money, but distribution was made to everybody. It wasn't for his own personal account. It wasn't for just his own personal use. Because the thinking is, I'm supposed to receive 100 foot now for my own personal use. <laughs> With the prosperity teaching, it's about me and mine and my come up. And the image I have in my mind is that, yeah, I'm going to get houses. So as I see like, like on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous or I see on uh, The Most Expensivist or I'm seeing how, uh, how celebrities are living, that they have, they have some own, their own private island just for themselves. 
Others have three or four houses uh, in America. Others have three or four houses in America and a couple in Europe or, or, or uh, the Caribbean island, islands for their own personal use. Their families, personal use. Okay, and that's the, that's the image that many of us carry, even as Israelites to this day, that that's what it's about. That it's not about everybody's come up and distribution remains to everybody. It's still, how can I come up? How can me and my family come up? And if you and your family ain't coming up, then you still must be doing something wrong to the Father. When the apostles got it, and again, I can read about Peter. I can read, I can read about Peter. That's the fourth chapter. But I can also read that distribution was made among, among all and nobody lacked. And I can read about a couple a husband and a wife that decided they weren't going to give everything like everybody else did because they were, I guess, more more wealthy or had more possessions than everybody else. So they, as opposed to everybody putting in, they only gave a portion. And the portion they gave, the portion they gave might have been more than what anybody individually gave. It might have been. It, we can't read about it, so we don't know. Whereas if everybody was only able to put in, you know, just just for for shits and giggles, maybe everybody else was only able to put in a thousand dollars, because that's all they had. They, each of the other families, all they had, and putting into the pot was a thousand. They didn't have nothing else. There, there was nothing else. All they put in was a thousand dollars. But say it was like if this this couple was like Jay Z and Beyonce, <laughs> billionaires, <laughs> and they come in. And drop ten thousand. Okay, that's more than a thousand everybody else put in. True enough. But y'all are billionaires already, and all y'all can bring to the table now is ten thousand dollars. Where's the sacrifice in that? <laughs> exactly. And then I'm reminded about the, when, they, when they remember they were at the treasury, and the woman threw in two 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 uh, two bits, right? Two mites, two mites. Where's that at? Where's that at? You you know where that's at? Can we find that? Yes, sir. Twenty-one. 
Yeah. Um, we got you back. We got you back. Right. It's uh, Mark chapter 12 and verse 42. Okay, let's read that again. Let's read that. Yes, sir. Uh, it probably would be good to start at uh, 41. Brother, wherever you at, cool. Right. Um, and it reads, Mark uh, 12, the 12th chapter and verse 41. And it says, And Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury. And many that were rich cast in much. And there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. And he called unto him his disciples and saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that this poor widow hath cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. For all they did cast in of their abundance, but she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. So you you want to break that down, Ox? Con, so... What was go- what was going on is um, tithes were, or or uh, actually alms and offerings, was uh, what was going on, and uh, Christ was he was looking at you know everyone that was casting in giving money, and um, basically when this when when the widow when the poor widow threw in two mites which make a farthing, which is about, what, a penny in the, in, or, or two pennies in, this, in this, uh, uh, this offering that she made, he gives us the understanding or the edification that because the rich gave, they gave a lot, but it, was, it wasn't anything that, could hurt their pocket that would be considered to be a sacrifice. That's why it says, um, for all they did cast in of their abundance. Well, yeah, it's like when um, Michelle was talking about um, Jay-Z and Beyonce. You know, you're, you're billionaires. That's the abundance. And all you threw in in your abundance was $10,000. So yeah, that was a lot of money more than the, the 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 poor widow, but because of the sacrifice, for all they did cast in of their abundance, but she, of her of her want, did cast in all that she had. That's the sacrifice. She didn't know where, where where she was going, you know. All she knew is she gave all that she had, even all her living. Whereas she she made the sacrifice. It was the sacrifice that made her giving, even though it was two mites, uh, acceptable uh, to the Heavenly Father. It's the sacrifice that counts. Yeah, for the two months that she threw in. Uh, 
from a worldly way of looking at it. And remember, these are Israelites. These were Jews. These were Israelites. This, right. wasn't, this, this wasn't people of the world. These were Israelites. That she gave these two mites. And the thing would be her two mites compared to what these rich men were throwing in. From a worldly perspective, we'd be like, man, how the hell could that two mites ever equal how much I'm putting in? Right. It, 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 it would be, you know, can you, can you see the, where the gnashing of teeth, <laughs> no you know, what, you know, what, what do you mean? She only put in two mics. I put in such and such, you know, I put enough money to build a new wing to the, to the temple. <laughs> you know, what do you mean? She gets to go to the kingdom and I don't. Why is it so difficult for me? What do you mean? It's going to be difficult for me to make it to the kingdom and all she put in was two mites. Hers was a true sacrifice. God. You gave it, – it, it's, it's like when um, – uh, you know how, how, how rich people today, they get the biggest tax breaks because you ever notice how a lot of, a lot of celebrities and, 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 and – a lot of celebrities have their own charities. Gone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, they, it's they, not. They, they, get, they get to their charities, <laughs> so it becomes a tax write-off. <laughs> Which means it's not even charity. <laughs> so they still keep their money. <laughs> But it looks like they gave, like, like when 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 a hurricane hit and an earthquake hit Haiti, you seen uh, celebrities and, and 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 politicians giving millions of dollars to Haiti, but it was through their charities. None of that money reached Haiti. They donated to their own charity that they was ahead of, that they that they, that they started, and they just kept their money. But it looked like. They just gave and supposedly have collected up $100 million for Haiti relief. None, none of that $100 million made it to Haiti. Because it was, it was, in, it was a, 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 they invested, they gave to their own, their own charity in their own name. They happened to put Haiti relief, the, uh, the, the, the Bill Clinton Haiti relief. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's not even really funny. It's, it's, it's just, you know, the, the humor in it is how they, how they are so su- subtle, so clever. God, God. <laughs> that's 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 where the humor comes in. Like, really, you're gonna insult our intelligence? And like, you, you try to insult. You're insulting the heavenly Father's <laughs> intelligence. Yes. <laughs> you know, look at how much I gave. Even though it's, it's all still coming back to me. I didn't spend a damn thing, but because I put it to a charity, I'm still reaping the benefits of of of, of, of what I gave. It, it didn't cost me anything. So for these rich men, we're throwing in the monies and 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 give what they was given. 
It didn't cost them anything. It might, now, as a money value, that money value might have been greater than what obviously these two mites were, but it says she was in need of want. She was hurting. There were needs that were not being met, but she still gave. The hundreds of thousands of million dollars that these rich men were given, that wasn't hurting them for that was not hurting them for they were not hurting at all. It's it's kind of like, you know, an image that came to my mind is if at the end of the night when a restaurant closes. Whatever leftover food they have, and it was to dedicate, give that to the homeless. What are they losing? They're going to throw it in the garbage anyway. To go ahead and give that, the, 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 that food to the homeless, what are they losing? Right. They ain't losing a damn thing. But... <laughs> When it comes to if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Why would I just give food away that I, that where I'm about business, about the bottom line? Right. I would rather if I can't sell it. Without the way I'm losing is because whereas you're eating this food, where I could be selling you this food. Right. Hey, you, I think you 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 got a cardboard box anyway. You got a cardboard sign anyway. You have to panhandle it anyway. Take some of that panhandling money and come buy the food so that my bottom line increases. Right. As opposed to, I'm just going to set this food out, you're just going to just walk up and eat it? I'm losing. <laughs> I mean, what would you, that's what you cook it for. True <laughs> enough. You know, I mean, the the thing is is they don't even give food out like that anymore. They they what they do is they claim they stopped doing it because uh, they said that well if you get sick from this food that I give you then you could sue me. So for your safety we're just going to put the food in the trash. And lock the trash up. Lock the trash up, bro. <laughs> I mean... Because it's, it's not increasing my bottom line. Right. And we'll make up a scenario where you could hurt us. You could hurt us for giving you food. <laughs> right. And that capitalist, opportunistic mentality, that's what many Israelites have carried since we came out of Egypt. We've carried that same mentality. And part of the law, it says that we should not glean our crops. Meaning crops like, like if, if, if it's a, a, a corn crop, you go through, you pick all the corn off, off the stalk. But you right. pick corn off the stock. Obviously, there's some left. He said, "Leave it. Don't go back. Don't go back a second time. Leave it. Let the poor have it. There's nothing wrong with that. Let them have it. 
you got so much anyway to let them have it that's not hurting you. But no, we took up the mentality of no. Somehow we, 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 we developed this thought of if somebody poor comes and gets this food that I leave, I'm losing out. I can have more. Right. It's, it's, it's the gross. Now, it, now we, we, we figure out what the tax thing is about, what you gross and what you take home. Right. <laughs> Whereas it's supposed to be left for the widows and for the poor and for strangers that they might be able to eat and be taken care of, that we develop that mentality of, no, you're messing with my gross income. You're messing with that I could be getting more. So I'm not going to leave, I'm not even leave the, 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 the little bit that, that is left. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. We've been had that mentality, brothers and sisters. Israelites have been had that mentality. And now the most I hasn't put us here in this, this kingdom of Edom, here in America, so we can see how ugly capitalism is, how selfish and how greedy capitalism really is. We have been carrying this notion and these thoughts and these feelings for centuries before the Greeks ever came into power. For about 2,000 years before America ever had, had, a, had the name America, we as Israelites already had this mentality. Let's go ahead and jump into, into our, 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 the title of today's topic, today's class. Um, let's go to Matthew chapter, chapter 5. We're going to start with verse 1. Uh, <clears throat> if you got anything to say, I please, please, I, I need it. Con, um, uh, actually, right now, um, I, I, I basically, um, um, I've, I've, I've said, I've, I've expounded on, you know, what, what I feel, uh, well, what is is needed as far as you know getting this information out and giving giving the understanding on on what we're going over you know so i'm 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 fine bro all right you cool, cool 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 we're going to uh, brothers and sisters uh and we're going to use this uh we're going to jump probably to a few scriptures we have about 10 minutes left we're going to j- jump to a few scriptures but basically we're going to we're going we're going to go over matthew chapter 5 we'll start with one we're going to read down all right, so we're going to Matthew chapter 5 and start verse 1. We're going to read down. And, and we're going to get to why is this called the Beatitudes? Or uh, am I saying that? The Beatitudes? The, uh, 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 the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes. Right. Why is this chapter right. called the Beatitudes? All right. So uh, let, let's get it. Matthew chapter 5, start verse 1. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 1. And it reads, and seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And okay, cool. he opened that Christ, there's a multitude, there's multitudes. You already got a multitude, now add an S to that. So 
We can only imagine how many people it was, how many thousands of people must have been here at this time. He said he went uh, up into a mount, and when he was set, uh, his disciples came unto him. So Christ is about to, you know, he's about to drop some heavy stuff. Now he's about to drop it uh, on these mul- the multitudes of people that were gathered around. Now, beatees. I, I made the title of this class beatees. Uh, do you still have that, that definition of beatees, of uh, beat, beatitudes? Come on. Um, let me get it real quick. And as a brother's getting we we looked it up earlier, and he's getting his definition. Um, I'm ending the class with this because I want us to understand, as we get this definition, I'm hoping now we can understand why Christ is calling this, why this is called the Beatitudes, why what Christ is trying to convey to the multitudes and to his disciples and how contrary the capitalist, opportunistic society that, that we currently live in now and the mentality that we've been, 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 been swamped with, how why that, that mentality is wrong when it comes to the Father. That our definition of and the way we look at what a blessing is, and that's, that's the, the, really what I want to get at. What does God and Christ call a blessing? Where if he just said that the rich how much difficulty the rich are going to have in getting to the kingdom of God. How difficult it's going to be for those that are rich and trust the rich and don't have wealth to get into the kingdom of God. We've been through all that and given different type of examples and opening up this class with uh, how we keep erring because we really don't know the scriptures or the power of God or the power of the Most High. We've we, we attributed that if I'm increasing and I have prosperity, that's the power of God. And now I'm blessed because I'm increasing. What you got, bro? Um, I, I have uh, in the uh, – it, it's actually the uh, Britannica um, definition okay. of uh, beatitude. It says if – if you're extraordinarily happy, you might describe what you're feeling as beatitude. Beatitude. The noun beatitude refers to the state of great joy being blessed, or at least feeling blessed, is often linked to beatitude. Okay. Uh, uh, the first one again? Uh, first if you're extraordinarily happy... Um, you you might describe what you're feeling as beatitude. The definition is uh, the the noun beatitude refer, refers to a state of great joy being blessed. Okay, the state of great joy being blessed. Okay. Right. Um. Also, uh, I have the blessedness of those who have certain qualities or experiences peculiar to those belonging to the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Okay, okay. Uh, let me see. I, I found this definition. Let me, let me see if I can also add it to what we had going on. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Oh, I, I have one one more. Um, Beatitudes are a set of teachings and blessings that Jesus gave in the Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew. Okay, okay. Do you have Webster's? I got it right here. I got it right here. Uh, um, I I do have it. What you got? I have a state of utmost bliss. I, cool. So if we can put all these together, then what Christ is about to describe. It's supposed to give people a state of joyful bliss. It's supposed to put, it's supposed to give us that 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 a mentality of enjoyment. What was it? You have from Britannica? If you still have that. Um, also, well, this is also what I have from the Britannica and also uh, Webster's. Uh, they both have the same. Uh, it uh, blessedness, felicity of the highest kind. Right. So from from what Christ is about to describe, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of fly through this because time is starting is starting to click on us. What Christ is about to describe is these type of things is supposed to give a person that state of bliss, felicity, or by experiencing these things he's about to describe, is supposed to have a person feeling blessed. All right. I hope everybody, we're together on this. That Christ is, supposed, is about to describe, as we read through this, what's supposed to make a person feel blessed? What's supposed to make a person feel like the Father's with them? What's supposed to make a person feel bliss? Let's read. Let's read. Okay, so we're, uh, we're in uh, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 2. And he opened, opening his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed is who? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Remember Ecclesiastes one eighteen, the first scripture we start open up with. It told us what? It says, he that increases uh, wisdom increases what? Increases greed. Increases sorrow and grief. Those that increase knowledge increase sorrow. So, Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, blessed are the who? The poor in spirit. That For like there. David, <laughs> David said, David said let, me just be a, let me just be a doorkeeper in the kingdom of heaven. Not having this. Not having this this feeling like I've earned my spot in the kingdom of heaven. I deserve to be here for all I've been through. I, I deserve. No. When we come back and read in, in, in Ezra, and Ezra is pleading for 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 our people, for the Israelites, that Ezra even told the Messiah. He said, I don't even count myself as being one of the chosen. 
And I'm also saying because you said this, this is why this basically this is why I mess with you, Ezra. You're not putting yourself above like you already made it, like you've already done this, that, and the third, or whatever. You ain't you ain't coming in, in that type of spirit or that type of mentality. We're gonna keep going a little bit. We're gonna keep reading going a little bit. But you're contrite. You're humble. You're not boasting about what you got, what you have, where you're at, and how you deserve to have more and deserve to have this. You're poor in spirit. These are the ones who are going to be blessed. These are the ones that the Father wants next to him. Not the ones feeling like they're owed something. Brothers and sisters, I hope this is making sense. When we kind of boast about my, because of my possessions, what I own and what I have, this is why I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm not stressed, uh, too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> I'm living uh, uh, comfortable because all my bills are paid. I'm living this way because of what uh, uh, I woke up this morning and look at all that I have. And I deserve the right to be in the kingdom of heaven. I deserve for you to look at me as a righteous person because of what I possess, because of what I own, because of what is mine. Christ is telling us here, blessed are the poor in spirit. Remember, we're not going to go there, but remember the parable where the two uh, uh, Pharisees uh, was at the temple praying? And the one was justifying himself. I fast two times a, a week. I pay tithes. I do this. I do that. And thank God I'm not like this sinner, this nigga right here. <laughs> but what did the other brother say? Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner. He was trying to give a checklist, a check mark of all the good things he does and why he should be acknowledged. Right. <laughs> the Pharisees, in Matthew the 23rd chapter, what was Christ discussing in Matthew the 23rd chapter? How they got to be seen and they to, their garments got to be the most, most uh, uh, flossy. Right, they got to be, and, and, and they got to be in, in the make sure they're in the VIP exclusive rooms, the upper room, the upper room. <laughs> Christ, Christ said they were hypocrites. <laughs> That's not being blessed, according to this right here. That the, that the thing Christ opens up with to the multitude is blessed are the poor in spirit. Yeah, the poor in spirit. <laughs> that's the opening. That's the, that's the opening know. statement. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to. Uh, <laughs> blessed the are the poor. Is blessed are the poor in spirit. For what? For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is for you, the poor in spirit. 
Let's read on. I know we, the, the two hours have already uh, uh, came and everything, but we're going we're gonna to keep going. Uh, we're going to read through this, and then uh, we'll end this class. Go ahead, sir. Todd, uh, we're in uh, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 3. It says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. If, 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 I, you know, I, I don't want to interrupt this reading, but damn, blessed are they that <laughs> mourn. You can't have everything your heart's desire and be mourning. What will the man give in exchange for his soul? What does a man gain or profit if he gains the whole world, but he loses his soul? He that increases wisdom, increases grief. He that increases in knowledge, increases in sorrow. In one of the commentaries, it says, uh, this is a John Gill commentary. I want to just read it real quick. From Matthew chapter 5, verse 4, it says, Blessed are they that mourn. It says they're mourning for their sins, for their own sins, the sin of their nature, indwelling sin, like the internal sins. The internal things that, that, that only you know about, that you know that is against the most high. Your own vices. And you're mourning for that. Those people who understand that are the ones Christ said are going to be blessed. It says, which is always working in them and is a uh, continual grief of mind to them, knowing my weaknesses, my vices, knowing where, where, where if I don't stay on top of myself, where I will let myself go, what kind of savage I can be, what kind, what kind of, what kind of, of, of uh, beast I really am. I'm not trying to paint this, 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 this rose-colored picture that I'm good, I'm perfect, uh, that, that, that I've already achieved and I'm, 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 I deserve the kingdom of heaven, the ones that are mourning are the ones that I see how negative I really am. I, I ain't got time to look at you and your negative. I'm looking at how fucked up I am. I'm looking at how off I am. How I I really do go contrary to God, and it's a grief of my mind. Where it says the unbelief of their hearts, notwithstanding the the many instances, uh, declarations, promises, and discoveries of grace made unto them, that I'm not feeling I'm not going around feeling like I deserve and earn Christ to be with me because of what I went through. No. The ones that are mourning are like, I don't deserve, I understand grace. I understand the most I is giving, giving me another chance, but I, I don't deserve it. I'm not looking at other people and what they deserve, what they don't deserve. I don't deserve it. For the things I've done, the way I, I think, the way I put things together, I don't deserve your grace. As opposed to the, 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 the flip side, 
because of what I went through, I deserve to have something for me. I deserve that it, it, it look, ain't nobody perfect. I'm only human, so what does it matter if, if, if I got this going on, got that going on? So what? For all I've been through in my life, I know you ain't tripping because I might watch a little bit of porn. I know you ain't tripping because I might smoke a little bit. I know you ain't tripping because uh, uh, I don't be obeying. I don't be submitting. Because of what I've been through, in my, the pain and everything I've been through in my life, that that person is not going to be blessed that has that mentality. It says uh, the daily infirmities and many sins of life, because they are, have committed, because they are committed against a God of love, grace, and mercy, grieve the spirit and dishonor the gospel of Christ, who mourn also for the sins of others, for the sins of the world, the profaneness and wickedness that abound in it, and are especially for the sins of professors, by reason of which the name of God and ways of Christ are evil spoken of. For all the leaders and teachers that, that aren't teaching these things, and it's about the prosperity. And got a lot of people following that mindset. Remember, Christ warned us, you got a lot, a lot of wolves and what? Sheep's clothing. It says, who likewise mourn under, under afflictions, spiritual, uh, spiritual ones. Temptations, uh, desertions, and uh, 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 declinations, uh, temporal ones, uh, their own, which uh, which they receive, either more immediately from the hand of God or from men, such as uh, they endure for the sake of Christ and the profession of his gospel, and who sympathize with others, in their afflictions. These, now, these, how sorrowful and distressed soever they, they may appear, are blessed. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and answer today's class on that right there. Please feel free to go ahead and read Matthew, the fifth chapter, and maybe tomorrow. Most sides will. Maybe tomorrow we can uh, tomorrow morning. We can just jump in tomorrow morning with this right here. Maybe tomorrow morning we can just jump into this part right here. Uh, but that's what we're gonna do, Gabar. If, uh, if you can read for me again tomorrow, let's go ahead and open up with this Matthew the fifth chapter. But that'll give us time to go ahead and and, and go through Matthew chapter five and yes, be sir. able to um, uh, pull precepts that go along with. The reading of Matthew chapter five. Gotcha. And that's what we'll go over tomorrow. All right. Fine. Fine. So, in, in closing, brother Gabar, you, you want to get anything to 
um, just you know that the 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 the, fo- the focus uh, on this on this class is is um, really the 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 key the key to 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 getting into the kingdom of the Most High. That it, it's it's not about got uh gain it's not about gain it's 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 about sacrifice it's totally contrary to what our people believe it is we we believe the 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 kingdom of heaven is everything that you could gain here on earth but i mean in the statement you can't take it with you but where are you where are you going? You know, you you you're not gonna you're you're not going to get into the kingdom of heaven based off of what you gained what you gained in this in this world. You're you're going to get into the kingdom of heaven based on your your repentance. For your sin, your your sacrifices that you that you make that are accepted by the heavenly Father, and and that you know going applying the scripture where it says that Christ uh, became poor so that we would so that we would prosper. Your 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 state of mind being that you esteem. You esteem others better than yourself. You're 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 about restoring Israel. You're about restoring the the man next to you, the man that needs help. Putting your 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 uh, things, your concerns to the side to help someone with their issues, solving their 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 problems. That that's that's true restoration. It's about restoring your your brother or your sister in, in Christ, your 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 families in Christ. Fine. But especially not just the material things. Right. But in coming in, in true in true godliness. In true in being truly Christ like. But I I thank you for those words. That that, that was nice. But uh, brothers and sisters, uh, family of Israel, again, we'll, uh, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Uh, please check out ISBHP, isbhpk.com. Uh, uh, check out uh, on YouTube, ISBHPK, um, San Antonio, Houston, uh, Norfolk, and, and uh, Virginia, and New York. Uh, uh, check us out. Keep studying. Please keep studying. Get, uh, get, get immersed in the book. And remember, it, it, it's Everything we've learned in America is 180 degrees opposite of what God wants. Everything. It is about keeping the name of Israel and, 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 and keeping God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, away from us, keeping us defiled mentally, spiritually, emotionally. So that brings us again. My name is Mashaba. Um, my name is Gabarkawah. We would like to thank you for tuning in. And with that, 
Shalom. Shema Yahweh is one. 